0: Hey, it's Lucy Shrimpton, founder of The Sleep Nanny, and welcome to The Sleep Nanny Show podcast. I aim to serve you with the ideas, strategies, and inspiration to help you and your family sleep soundly so you can live healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. Being a parent is something for you to treasure, and getting the whole family sleeping well is a vital key in being able to do this without exhaustion, poor health, and the whole experience being a blur to look back on. So tool up, Take the lead and I hope this episode helps you. Hey, welcome back to my channel, the place for parents who just want a good night's sleep. Now this is the second in my mini series about bedtimes and in this episode we are going to be delving into what you do when you have a toddler who is getting up and down at bedtime and they just won't stay in their beds. You know what i mean i'm sure we've all been there so stick around i'm going to be answering the key questions to help you overcome that exact battle okay so let's delve in a toddler particularly getting up and down getting out of bed repeatedly at bedtime when you know they're tired and you know they just need to go to sleep it's so frustrating and all you want is to have that blissful little bedtime story say goodnight and have a bit of an evening for yourself as well or maybe you have other children to tend to but this one is dominating and taking up all of your evening and then you end the day feeling stressed and fed up and resentful about the whole situation rather than feeling fulfilled and satisfied and having that lovely bedtime that you and your family deserve. So what can we do about this? How can we stop a little one from getting up and down from their bed? We've told them, we've asked them, we've tried reward charts and they still do it. Why? 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 Well, There is the question, and this is the answer. The the likely reason that your little one is getting up repeatedly and not staying put in bed is probably to do with the response that comes when they do it. What do I mean by that? What happens when your little one gets out of bed? Do you walk them back and tuck them in? Do you walk them back and tuck them in ten times, then get cross and end up frustrated and telling them off or do you um, end up finding it funny and having a laugh (laughs) do you show any forms of frustration or any forms of a game because likely your toddler either thinks it's a game uh, or they're getting something out of an interaction now when I say getting something out of it it doesn't have to be positive little ones will enjoy any kind of interaction They're not really so bothered about whether it's positive or negative. Whether you're praising them for it or telling them that that's not what we want to see, they don't really care. They're getting that response from you, so they'll keep doing it because they're getting the engagement. So what does your response look like? Now, some might say, well, what then, shall I just ignore them? That's not likely to work either because they'll just keep probing you and they'll just keep coming and they're not really getting a direction from you. So how do you give a consistent and appropriate response to actually getting that little one to stay in bed? Well, the key word I said there is consistent. It needs to be consistent. The likelihood is, and we all do this, that is that you send, you send a big bunch of mixed messages. So the first time it's, come on now, back to bed. The second time it's, shh, shh, shh lie down, get into bed. The third time you pick them up from the landing and carry them back and then tuck them in and say enough now go to bed and you're sounding firmer um maybe the third time they've asked for water so you've gone off and got them a cup of water maybe the fourth time um you know Mummy's had enough so daddy's come in and had a go and it just is all mixed 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 okay and then a little one might start Testing other things like oh, what if I play with these toys or what if I move these things around they like to strip beds Demand different pillows and all kinds of things to delay things and mix it up and what they're doing is actually completely normal and part of intelligent brain development They're testing if I do this then what do you do if I change my behavior will you change your behavior and they're testing to see well when i do what what's this action going to get as a response so your role as the parent is to give a consistent response no matter what the action if it's just a little get up same response if it's throwing teddies around the room same response it needs to be the same and i describe this like you need to have a steady hand you need to have a steady hand with the same response every single time that way they know, well, there's no point mixing it up and trying anything else because I'm gonna get the same response. The response itself is key though. It needs to be completely clear every time, no mixed message. It needs to be firm. It needs to be firm without being cross, but also without being fluffy, just firm and clear. And of course it needs to be consistent. So example, what could that look like? With Little ones you might need to guide them back to bed. Don't pick them up. Don't give them a carry or a cuddle or anything else That's too much of an incentive to do it again Just guide them back this way if they're big enough to be in a bed and get out of it Then they're big enough to get back into it. So just guide them back. You could use a simple keyword like back to bed Guide them no chit-chat along the way if they start trying to engage in conversation just "Shh, shh Or sleepy time have a little key word or phrase that you can whisper, and they get into bed, night, night, and then walk away. It's, it's as simple as that. The more we try to do, the worse we make the situation, especially with toddlers, and especially with these alert little ones. So consistent response, clear message, and be firm with the message so that you're not giving them any false hope or incentive. Now I want to give you a really important extra piece of information on this. If your little one is in a bed and they are under the age of two and a half, so they're no longer in a crib or a cot with sides, but they're actually in a bed, even if there's bed guards, if they can get out themselves and they're under two and a half, you could be in for a long session of doing this night after night for many many weeks if not months returning them to their bed why because under the age of two and a half they're not really cognitively ready to understand this so this this process of being consistent and clear with your messaging they don't really get it effectively until they're over two and a half so it could be that you're fighting a bit of a losing battle for a while that's not to say some little ones won't adapt and get it And it's not to say that the hard work won't pay off eventually but be prepared to be doing it for a long time because you could be doing all the right things and thinking but I'm not getting anywhere and it's because they are just not cognitively ready yet so really do consider that if you are miles away from age three could you bring back the cot or the crib? Could you put them back in? And oh, but they climb out, I hear you cry. (laughs) Well, I have a whole other episode on that and things you can do to prevent and avoid that from happening. Um, And if it is, just sometimes it's just a fear that they might. So maybe they won't. But if, if they are under two and a half, I would recommend considering going back to a cot or a crib if this is a problem for you and you are fighting this battle over and over again. So I thought I'd give you that little bit of bonus information hopefully to help you along your way. But this episode has been all about little ones getting up and down before settling for bed. But coming up in my next episode, I'm gonna be talking more about settling baby to sleep. When you can't get a little baby to sleep, what can we do about it? So join me for that episode and until then, sleep soundly and take care. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode and it serves you well. Please share it with a friend who will really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe for free to Sleep Nanny Insiders, where you'll get the latest episodes, info, and free tools to help you even more. Head over to thesleepnanny.com now or check out the show notes for a link to subscribe, and I'll catch you again very soon.